Thank you. Ah, oh, thank you so much. Oh, how is it? How's everyone going? Is everybody in uh, elect electricity? We're all having a good time on the old day of the Valentine. Yes, it's been uh, it's been a tradition for hundreds of years in Iceland to celebrate Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh, it came from the old Viking Valentinus. Valentinus. Yes, who was from Vestmanair. Yes. And uh, his idea of romance uh, still lives in Vestmanair every year. Yes. Uh, celebrated. In August, in usually, August, yes. yes. In the, in the rape fest. Uh, yes. Is, no, what's it called? Theodhout. Uh, that's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, what? What? what, what uh, I, I think it's better. Mm. I think this, we. Uh, it's been ten seconds of this podcast so far, and I did say the word rape. It is still better than when we started out with talking about genocide and Fritzl within two oh minutes. Oh my God, that was... And, and I listened to that podcast just to see how we actually connected Fritzl to genocide. Well, he's Austrian. Oh, yes. <laughs> you had to listen to make that link? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think nations. I think people. Oh, I don't see color. I see flags. Um... <laughs> But we're, we've, got, we've got lots of people in the house tonight. Give yourselves a round of applause for being here. Thank you. Oh. Where, where are people from? Who here has been here before? Give us a shout out. Yeah. You don't have to put your hand up. It's, remember, it's radio. It's radio. They, they can't see your hand at home. And who is from out of town and has never been to this before? Give us a shout if you are. Are you just afraid we're going to talk to you? Is that what it is? Yes, because we're gonna, or he is. Yeah, I'm gonna. I love yeah. doing it. I love. Where are people from? Australia. Australia. I actually, I have a story about that lady over there. Yeah. I do. I yes, do. It's a very small country. You know? It's a tiny country. Well, Australia is so small. Yeah. It's one of the smallest nations on the planet. Um, no, it's uh, it's a big country. But we, I was, I was out. We were preparing and. And I got to talking to this fine young lady whose name I have forgotten. Okay. Yvonne, that's right, Yvonne. Uh, and, uh, and she is Australian, I heard her accent. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, you're an Australian, how's it going? Mm -hmm. um, funny story. Do you mind if I tell <laughs> her? All right. Funny story, which will mean nothing to almost anyone in here. Oh, please tell us, Jonathan. Okay. Her mother... Uh, used to be a cleaner, right, a house cleaner for one of Australia's biggest comic icons, Jane mm. Turner, yes. who is part of the creative team behind Kath and Kim, yeah. which is like, uh, in my opinion, one of the best comedic TV shows that was ever produced in Australia. So it's like the biggest comedian in Australia. No, no. Oh. Oh. No, they're not, not even close. Oh, okay. Um, uh, no? Okay. <laughs> But it's just, it's just this, this, this. So thing. it's like if I was in Australia yeah. and met some Icelanders, yeah. uh, one of them had a father who took out the garbage for Thorsted Guðmundsson. Probably. <laughs> yes. Probably. That's, That's exactly much, yeah. it. That is exactly it. And Kath and Kim brought out, out, out so much of the, we, 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 you know, I've taught you the word bogan. Yeah, it's like an Australian hillbilly. Yeah, yeah, hillbilly, like trailer trash. 
And 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 this TV show, if you if you watch, like go watch it, look it up online. It's about a mother and daughter who think they're upper class, you know, uh, but they really are complete bogans, and they speak very in a way that you would never understand. You would never understand that show because we don't have class. Well, we don't either. We don't really have the class class system there. But no, no, we just don't have class. Don't <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And if you are new to this country, just go out at two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, and you'll see that. That's true. Or um, turn on the television. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they taught us things like you know when when you ask if someone likes something, you don't say oh yeah that's great. You say oh it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's different, unusual. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, different, unusual. Different, unusual. It is unusual. It's nice. Dip, yeah, it, it's, it's different, nice. unusual. Yes, nice. Yes, Because there's one of my favorite scenes is the the mother. She's got a big frizzy perm, uh, like she basically her closet stopped evolving in the eighties, oh. uh, and and she's got a big frizzy perm and a puffer jacket with like big shoulder pads, and and she like exercises with the you know in the eighties when they had the leggings and the 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 swimsuit with the g string over the top, like that's how she goes out running. And she has the fanny pack at the front, um, but she's asking. She's going on a, on a diet, which is date. Oh, I thought the diet. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, that's how they speak in the show. I've got a, a hot diet tonight, yeah. um, that's, and that's why I've been on a diet. And she's asking her daughter, who's basically like real trailer trash, like mm. uh, you know which earrings she should wear mm. in the first episode. And one of them, we had this this for this artist. Who created? Um, okay. Oh my God! This is turning into yes, a long story. You're, you're so telling us about something you saw on television. There is this. There is this artist who created these characters out of basically the nuts on a tree. So the gum tree produces nuts. This woman named Mae Gibbs created babies out of it. Oh, this is like you're, I know. You're, you're vomiting Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like airs rock, <laughs> you know. Gummy trees, nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We invented Diet. the we invented the refrigerator. <laughs> um, we did actually. Uh, but uh, and and she's got parrots. So it's gum nut, and she goes, which ones, the gum nut babies or the parrots? Gum nut babies, parrots. She goes, oh, definitely the parrots. It's nice. It's different. It's unusual. Yeah, it's nice. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. There you go. But that was that was. <laughs> Yes. That was yes. I was starstruck yeah. to meet her. Well, I've got to teach you about something in Icelandic television while we're at it. Have you heard about a funny character called Dengsi? Oh, he was a riot. He always came to visit Hemmigun on his talk show and he said, Yeah, Hemmigun, which means, which means yes, yes, my Hemmigun. Hemmi, yes. <laughs> and uh, sometimes uh, Hemmi asked Dengsi difficult questions. And then... Dengsi was forced to say, yeah, uh, which means, uh, well, are you always in the ball? Are you always in the bar? No, in a ball. In a ball? Yeah, are you always in the ball? The ball? Yeah. You're always in the... Uh, are you always in the ball? I don't know what that means. It means, so you're playing... I understand those words separately. Yes, so you're... Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just uh, translating directly, and yeah. therefore it sounds like nonsense. It but, does. But in fact, he was asking is... Do you play football regularly? <laughs> are you always in the ball? Yeah, are you always in the ball? Because you say, if you say that to me as a gay man, it has a whole other meaning. Yeah, well, you would be under or over the ball. You wouldn't be. I'm in sure there's the someone. Ball. It's a He's weird right world. In there. He's there's right someone in who can get the, in the there. The ball would be in you. Well, yeah. Well, yes. I. Bef- yes. If you would be, uh, well, that if w- w- it's. Uh, <laughs> 
because it's the ball. It's supposed to be plural, so it's uh, one testicle man, so maybe it's uh, an Austrian man. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. It was a historical intellectual comeback to the genocide was thing very, I said earlier. That was very highbrow. That was nice. Yeah, I feel like I'm watching the BBC. Um, <laughs> but, but how are you? I'm all right. I've been watching a movie every day for the last 14 days because I'm doing this thing called Meistaramanur, mm. which is um, which it's, I it, think what is it it's translated? a bank commercial. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what that is. Yeah. I've seen your face on the Facebook. Yeah. Uh, well, advertising that's my face is multiple times on yeah. the Facebooks. Yeah, uh, but, but this one is like a professional photo. Yes, it's like yes. a big thing. Yeah, and it's like, you oh. can see my wrinkles and everything. Once he, it's a bit. It's a very close picture. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not one of those high def TV shots you really want, is it? Like well, I do look like Rocket. I do look like Benicio del Toro Rocket over there. So I'm just I'm just getting what I can yeah, right it's now. It's nice, being Rocket. And everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so Meister I think uh, there's a bank sponsoring it, and it's this thing where people are supposed to be the best versions of themselves for a month. Meister mm-hmm. Ma- Ma- means Master Month, and when you say it in English, it sounds uh, very Austrian. But uh, uh, so I, uh, so uh, my, they asked me to participate. Yeah. And they basically say, yeah, we will if you allow us to put your face uh, in our name on the internet and in newspapers. We will pay and we will pay your money for doing what you promised to do. And uh-huh. I said I will watch a movie every day for twenty-eight days. So a bank is paying me <laughs> to watch a movie <laughs> to watch video. I have to, I have to, have had to which is something myself. you do every day anyway. Yes, yes. I if do. it wasn't a movie, it would be video games or getting high. Well, you can combine combine those two. But wow, the, you were living the dream, it man. It is. It's the best gig I ever had. And it's the, it's the bank who's paying me, so I don't feel bad at all. And Which bank? Uh, uh, the Bank of Iceland. Oh. It's, I think that's what it's called. I don't know. Isla- you don't know which... Just, you don't even know which bank. I don't know. It was uh, one of the banks. They keep changing their names. <laughs> but uh, so we, I, I only spoke to the ad agency. And oh. they use fancy talk, and they lure you in with their fancy talk. And yeah, they, proactivity yes. and and Bitcoin. So I've been, uh, I've actually had to excuse myself from like uh, actual like things, socializing, socializing. Like, no, I have to go home and work, which is watching a movie. Watch a movie. So has it reached the point where you have to have watched it? So you're starting to go. It's becoming a chore. Uh, it's kind of a chore. It's more of a chore than I uh, anticipated. And also, it has to be a movie I haven't seen before. Oh, shit. And I am an impulse buyer. Uh, so when I am on the internet and I stumble upon, like, the weirdest movies made in 65, I will go and uh, buy all those movies on Amazon, and then suddenly I have, like, a the bunch of... The most gluten-free films of all time. <laughs> <laughs> movies yeah. where chickens are the protagonist. Yes, yes. Well, I did, yeah, yeah. There's one of those. Uh, it's called Chicken Run, but all of the scenes. Oh my god! It's, I didn't even star- think it was a real thing. It's star- it's starring Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. yes. A fellow Australian. He's not really and racist. He's a he's a he is a racist, mm. like a lot of Australians. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I'm actually just watching a lot of movies 
that I've collected through the time and all, all, all movies that I put in the machine and whenever I'm supposed to put play, I go, nah, I'm just gonna watch uh, Teen Titans on Netflix instead yeah. or something fun. <laughs> so it's just, it just uh, so uh, I just, uh, I'm hoarding weird movies, which I'm uh, obligated to watch right now. So I'm watching movies about uh, like elderly vampires or or, or U- European uh, movies about women staring out of windows and that's the plot and stuff like I'm that. I'm guessing eighty so percent of those and, are and French lot, or Swedish. A lot of torture porn, a lot of French yeah. torture porn. Yeah. Because so here's the thing with torture porn when it's uh, English language, you can look away from the screen and still hear what they're saying, like ah, oh, not the toes or something yeah. like that, but. <laughs> If it's French, you have to look yes. at the subtitles. <laughs> so it's like, oh, who's in my head? Who's in my head? What? what, what? Oh, yeah, the t- it's yeah, the yeah. toast. Yeah, I thought it was the toast. <laughs> it's always the toast. So that's what I've been doing. So I'm watching a, a, a fairly sick and strange story every day, and I'm getting more and more cultural. And also, what's the what's the weirdest one so far? The weirdest one so far uh, has to be uh, a movie about the people who, who are uh, The People Under the Stairs? No, no, oh. The People Under the Stairs was, was a very regular movie. Okay. But uh, is a word that I once taught you here in the show. It means that you are so beautiful that you're actually handicapped. Uh, yeah, if you go through life being too beautiful, you will know, uh, never get any challenges and you will slowly start to, uh, uh, retardation will set in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, those are all, and those characters end up in cheap horror flicks, American horror flicks all yes. the time. Because they, you know, being uh, 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 uh <coughs> can we bleep that out? Being... Uh, <laughs> You edit this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to forget about okay. this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Being uh, so beautiful that you're mentally challenged, you will head for the stairs up on the second floor instead of outside the yeah, front door. Where that's what safety hap- yeah, that's usually what happens is. Yeah. all the time in yeah. horror movies. And then you'll go have yeah. a shower at the top of the stairs. The weirdest mo- movie was about... Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have a shower. Mm. And uh, then this favorite uh, Fatla people who are in a plane, a very small plane, going somewhere. I didn't notice because it's hard to listen to those people. But they uh, run into a cloud octopus. What? Yeah, it's a cloudopus or cloud copus. Or so cloud, an octopus octo-cloud? made of clouds or an octopus? No, it's just an octopus that lives in the clouds. Did it get sucked up because of No, there's no explanation why it's in the cloud. <laughs> So you don't learn about the cycle of water at all? No, no, it's just there. It's never explained. Well, it is explained, but it doesn't make sense. Uh And uh, uh, basically, I bought it on impulse when, uh, while being high on the internet, on Amazon, when I saw, uh, because I I was just buying a movie called uh, uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. (laughs) So Amazon... uh, Rightfully assumed that I would other like to people see, have see, also yeah. bought this. I would yeah. like to see more octopus. Yeah, yeah. And because because uh, viewers of Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus were like, mm, not enough octopus. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I also bought Sharktopus. This, <laughs> this is not this is not a joke. And Eric Roberts uh, was in that one. Uh, Julie, Julia Roberts's brother. Sharktopus is about a. Shark He's the guy with the eyebrows. 
He has eyebrows. He's, no, yes. but they're big. They're big eyebrows. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. Would you rather Eric Roberts or Julia Roberts? Mm, well, one's got like massive teeth. The other's got big eyebrows. The one's got money. I think I might need to phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the octopus were yeah. So they, the, so I saw just a, a cover of a, a DVD that has a cloud in it, an airplane, and there are tentacles coming out of the cloud. And uh, Amazon asked, "I think you want this," and I said, "I do want this," and I bought it. And it's the weirdest movie I watched so far. It's also the worst. So it's a double. It's you, a twofer. You've touched on something there that I've always wondered. I think like B-grade horror films, mm. the most probably underappreciated person who works on the entire film is always, and we know this, if you've ever been at two o'clock in the morning, the trolling through Netflix, not the fluffer, um, uh, for, for something good, it's the graphic designer on the poster. Yeah. Because that's what gets you in. You go, oh, wow, that looks so extreme. And then... It ends up being a low-budget thing where they're not, there aren't even any boats, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because they couldn't afford one. Yeah, absolutely. They're in canoes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of those uh, sea creature movies, cheap sea creature movies, and they never have a splash when somebody lands in the water. Yeah. It's just a... Goes, it's like, it's like, it's like every, a, every animal is an Olympic diver. It's like, just <laughs> just, sl- just cuts the water like a knife. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're starting to recruit actors from the Olympic team now. Yeah. Look out, that's Tom Daly's next move. Yes, he's having a baby. I don't know what Tom Daly is. For anyone who's. Are there any gays in the audience tonight? Any gays? Okay, good for you. Oh, that's my boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Well, for those that aren't, let me tell you something. I'm sick of hearing about Tom Daly. Uh, he's, he's an Olympic diver. Mm-hmm. He is married to Dustin Lance Black. Lance Black? Dustin Lance Black, the Academy Award winning writer of Milk. Right. So yeah. you get that Academy Award for, for writing on Milk? Milk, the movie. Oh, I thought like a Milk Captain no. poetry or something like that. <laughs> yeah, he writes he writes missing person reports on milk cartons. Yeah. But um but I he he is uh they're married and they're like the they're the new gay superpower couple. They're mm. like the Brangelina, remember them. Mm. Um of 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 the oh, somebody <laughs> said <laughs> Remember hey, remember when we felt that way about Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, they're the power couple of the gays, and they just have to take a dump, and everyone writes about them, and oh. they announce today that they're expecting a baby. Okay, so they're taking another dump. They've taken another yeah, dump. boy. <laughs> they they and they had a cute Instagram post with an ultrasound picture, and it's it. But for me, it's so interesting because like just two weeks ago. There was a leaked Snapchat scandal of one of them sending pictures of his asshole mm-hmm. to dudes on the internet, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" This and this is—I mean, this is what sometimes pisses me off about about other well, gay men in general. You know, it's just like, "Oh my god, wow, that's interesting. I want to see it." <laughs> mm. 
And then there, then, then two weeks later, we're having a baby. Oh, it's so beautiful. We all want to be like you. It's uh, whatever. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. Valentine's you, you Day. But I, th- I feel like you don't like any Australian celebrities. Whenever he's British. Oh, he's British. Yeah. Okay. I do like Australian celebrities. Name one. Do you like Russell Crowe? No. Do you like Rebel Wilson? He's born in. He was born in New Zealand. Do, okay. Do you like uh, Rebel Wilson? I do enjoy Rebel Wilson, and I think she should be applauded for having a wonderful career for playing the same character in everything yes. she's <laughs> ever done. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you like um, a random member of the cast of Neighbors? I don't know who they are. No. Yeah. And we've talked about this. No one in Australia does. Oh, so anymore. it's only like popular. No one watches yeah. that show. Am I right, Australian girl? Yes, everyone who has third fur watches that show. Nobody watches. And that's what in Iceland everyone's like, oh my God, I love neighbors. <laughs> it is such a. Do you know the people from there? Do you know Harold? And I remember when I got here, I had to say, is it still on? <laughs> We like, do, we do love neighbors, but that's because I think we, it's only yeah. made for you. Yeah, because we are a small country, and so everyone is basically your neighbor, and you're always talking to your neighbor. Now you have a fictional neighbors that you don't have to talk to, and they have warm weather, and you pretend those are your neighbors, and uh, that makes everything better, and better than the neighbors next door. Should be there for one another because yes, that's when neighbors become good friends good friends but, but no one told you life was gonna be this way i mean your job the joke you're broke and your love life is dead on arrival and on that note i'm australian i'm icelandic and together we are australia love hurts love burns, burns. Love gives you a tingling feeling when you pee. I shouldn't have slept with that dog in Chernobyl. I think you have to take over the lyrics writing to this song, Jonathan. Love hurts, it scars, urethras. With chlamydia, it's a really infectious disease. There's lots of it here in Iceland. You technically win the award every year for the most transmissions of chlamydia for any country in Europe on Earth, even. But you don't get a Viking clap for that one. (laughs) Just a regular clap. Yes. I, do you ever wonder, because like a lot of people hook up at comedy, right? Cats actually literally hook up when they hook up. Did they you know do, this? And yes. dogs. A dog They're as well. stuck together. I thought cats, cats have like hook penises. And dogs, dogs, the penis swells so big that mm. they are trapped inside mm. until it goes down again. So that's that's to make sure that it definite, the semen definitely goes in. So that's, I think, I think I've seen a documentary like Wolves technically kind of face opposite ways mm. like they somehow manage to get it in and that's so that they can still s- it gives a whole new term to doggy style doesn't it yeah. like it, so they can search for predators on as, both as sides to ass, basically ash to ash 
Uh, a dark reference there. Record for a dream. Um, but, but yeah, and they have to stay trapped together until the penis swells down enough. So can you imagine like the conversation? And like yeah. when is it like you couldn't do the quick kind of that was nice. I'm gonna leave now. Or you know, in my experience in the past, it's like so. What do you do? Um, the towels are in the bathroom. Um, uh, you you couldn't do that if you're a wolf. You'd be like, so. Seen any great movies? <laughs> yeah. I once heard. Mm. Uh, first, uh, before I say this, uh, did you? Ha- so when you have seen many penises in uh, uh, your life, what is what is this like? What is the most common shape of the penis? There isn't one. There isn't one. No. Uh, so it's is it is the most it like common shape of a penis is penis shape. Well, phallic. I would I'm going to go with phallic for yes. 200. Okay. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's like so. It's it's absolutely. There's no kind of shape of it that's more common than other. Because once we no. talked about some of them stick like straight up. Yeah. Some of them go up. But then you, you there are so many variables in there because penises look different. When they're erect versus mm. when they're not. Mm-hmm. So yes, I've noticed. Yeah, we've no, I'm mm-hmm. so glad you have. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's literally there's thousands of variations. Remember the first time you got a boner? No, I do. Oh I, no, I do. Yeah. I do. I just remembered it. I remember showing it to my parents. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Oh my god. I remember uh, just whoa. Talk us this through that. Weird. I was. Uh, it was in Sweden. Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking about child bonus is uh, very like encouraged, and uh, I was uh, taking a bath, uh, a toddler, uh-huh. and I remember you were a toddler. Well, yes, I was once a toddler. No, but I, what well, I you said, do you remember the first time you got a boner? Mine, I was I not probably, a toddler. I, like I probably f- had a boner before, but the first time I remember, okay. I had a boner and. Probably the first time I noticed my own boner was when, because I, I I had to show it to my parents. I had to tell them the news that something was happening. I wasn't worried. I was like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Do remember, you remember how they I responded? Thought it, I thought it was, yeah, they, they laughed as well. <laughs> it was my first gig. <laughs> I did it naked in front of my Are you parents. you killed? Said, look, look. Look what's happening! And not really? a lot yes. has not a lot it's has like changed laughed, in your set, has they it? They laughed f- with me, but not uh, f- uh, because because they heard the joke before. They've seen a boner before. Yes, of course. So they knew the joke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they were glad that I was uh, discovering the whole joke. Yeah. That is the the human genitalia, uh, the male wow. genitalia. Mine was not so. I mean, I can imagine. You, I mean, your mom's pretty liberal. Like she, I mean, she translates Swedish softcore gay porn into Icelandic. She did, yes. She did. That's true. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a fun fact for you. Yes, my mom translated Swedish softcore gay porn into Icelandic for teenagers. Yep. <laughs> it's like the the Twilight minus the vampires and maybe some fisting. Um, yeah. No, I think it was probably more like humping of pillows or something. I don't know. Yeah, I never read it. Uh, it's su- suggestive language. I, 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 I was going to read it, actually, one of the, her translations, but when I started reading it, I just had to close it because I could just hear my mother's voice. Oh. And I knew there were going to be uh, sex scenes and gay sex scenes in it. I was like, no, 
I don't think so. I don't want to hear that voice tell yeah, me stories. Yeah, I, I about wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. I think my my first. I just you just made me think of this. The first time I remember having an erection was watching the Return to the Blue Lagoon. Really? It was a little-known sequel of the Blue Lagoon, starring Mila Jovovich, and I think one of the rejects from Baywatch. Really? And I don't. I think there was just. It was all the nudity, and I was watching it. It was just on TV. My dad. I remember. Wait, how my old were you? Probably eight or nine. Wow, that's when you remember. So that's the first time I remember having an erection. Right. So maybe I just wasn't as attached to my my junk <laughs> until then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, uh, I mean, kids get erections very early, at least. If I'm, I, I'm sure I, yeah. I had one, but yeah. that was the first time I kind of was sitting in front of the TV and went, "Hey, what's going on?" Like, you know, and so and like, uh, like because I was like four and yeah. you were eight, so, so an eight-year-old mind is way more like aware yeah. of stuff. Yeah. So I would well, have freaked out. I, if I was eight. No, I didn't <laughs> freak out because it felt nice. Right. Okay. I remember. I remember that like I was watching this TV show, and then I I instantly drew the association that what is happening right now is in regards to the movie I'm watching. Mm -hmm. And then I do remember also maybe this is just inbuilt the shame in us from children. I do remember also, don't tell anyone and don't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's, that would be such a great like uh, like a banner just on the top of a porn site. Don't tell anyone and, and don't, don't turn, turn it, it off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and then I think I think when it comes to that kind of sexual stuff, the my next big memory is the first orgasm. Mm, when was that? Uh, I was late. I was a I was a late bloomer, mm -hmm. and I I remember pretending with all my friends at school that yeah, I totally had one. <laughs> yeah. You know, you like your social life was much different than mine when you were a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so were you later than that? No, I just didn't talk, talk to about other people about my work. I didn't talk to other people. Well, I was in like that. <laughs> yeah, I was in like the eighth or ninth grade, and I like had these two uh, friends, and like they would talk about this stuff all the time. And they'd talk about jerking off, and 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 to be honest, like at the time, I was saying I was doing it, but I didn't know how. No, yeah. I did cuz no one teaches you to, like you put it in your hand and you go up and down. Like it, it was unless you're in a Dutch school system, I imagine. Um well, I know that I was I, told. Yeah, I remember not knowing I uh, knowing about masturbation, but not knowing exactly what it was or how it was done. Yeah. I knew that you actually uh, involved your hands and your genitalia. But yeah. I didn't know uh, uh, how, how... See, I didn't even put those together. No. It was just kind of a weird... You, all you have to do is just put them together. Put them together? <laughs> what is a spell? <laughs> um, and I, but I, I do remember, like, you know, they were talking about this stuff, and so I, I, I felt this pressure that I had to get there, so I started, like, humping pillows like crazy mm -hmm. to go, I've got I've to experience this. Yeah. So that and you know and I, I remember I, I think I locked myself in a bathroom or something with a pillow because I knew people weren't around. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, once again, my dad was mowing the lawn at the time. Mm -hmm. um, he was doing it during Return to the Lagoon too. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> so That's do you think maybe strange. if you go back to Australia and your father is mowing the lawn, I'll just go drinking a Pavlovian response <laughs> in your penis. And and I, I remember like I just I was like working at it and working. 
working at and just trying to trying to make it happen. And I think maybe after an hour of like, I remember my sister kept going, "Is everything okay?" I was like, "I'm fine," you know. <laughs> I'm brushing my teeth for an hour. Like that's. <laughs> And I remember finally it happened. Uh-huh. And my instant thought was, that's weird. Oh, my God, I'm sick. But it felt great. Yeah, so you didn't know about ejaculation either? No, I didn't know that that's what it was. I was like, oh, this stuff came out. And I had this great f- sensation. And I instantly was like, I want to do it again. But I don't know how to get back there. Like yeah. I don't, I, it was, yeah. I was, it was like the, I imagine if it was a science experiment, I was like, oh damn it. I should have known what yeah. I did. What if, did I do? If only it would have like Amazon or Netflix, then it, but if you like uh, return to the blue lagoon, yeah. like. You'll <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I think, I think over the next like two weeks at school, I just started listening more because we didn't really have the internet. Um, you know, it was dial up. It was that whole, like, you know, you had the, <laughs> and then and then you'd like I mean at the time because I was always trying to search for straight porn because I was convincing myself um, <laughs> it'd take an hour to see a boob you know the yeah. little lines would come I remember up that. so you, were, you didn't really have access to that kind of stuff so it was all your imagination and so what I did was I just kept intensely listening to my friends talk about their stuff yeah and then I pieced together what I learned and worked out how to masturbate from what they were saying, and then eventually I oh, got really? there. Yeah. yeah. So you were like uh, Antonio Banderas in the Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah. Slowly learning. Learning Nordic, Nordic, language. Nordic languages. I listen. Yeah. I listen. <laughs> I listen to the language. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to I come down for the abolition my own. And they tell me. So uh, I, I'm just thinking, you, my mom truly was a very liberal woman, as I think was is my whole clan. I'm a, from a clan of uh, Nordic hippies who all uh, know music, except for me. Mm. Uh, but I have my poop jokes and stick figures. I'm all right. Don't your you worry mother, about this. Your mother was probably a flower child. Um, well, as as close to a flower child as an Icelander could yeah. get. We got there all is the a sixty percent chance she mm. was in a pot fueled orgy. See, uh, yeah, I think at some point she was pot fueled at least. Yeah, uh, at least for a nine month period. <laughs> but uh, I when uh, was it in nineteen seventy four? No, no. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Did that Isn't that when me? you were born? No, I was born in seventy seven. Oh, asshole. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm three years behind. It's still 2015 in my head. Um, I'm so sorry. No, uh, it's not. No, 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 no. I'm sorry that you're bad at math. I'm really but bad uh, at math. Uh, like, I'm so bad at math. The other day, I actually fell for one of those Facebook things when it went, take 2018 and minus the year you were born. And you'll get your age. <laughs> this is unique for this year. And I, I actually, it took me 10 minutes to go, wait a second. <laughs> I 
This is a true story. I fell, fucking fell for it. I did. Wait a second. And I almost liked it and commented and said, this worked for me. Oh, I love you, Jonathan. Oh. No, I was going to say, I learned about uh, like uh, sexual intercourse and stuff before I learned about uh, uh, masturbation. Because yeah. my mommy showed me a book oh. uh, called This is How Children uh, uh, Are Made. Which was just a, a children's picture book with fairly simple illustrations. Yeah. And it had like, uh, here, this is a man, this is a woman. And now, look, the man has an erection. I was like, yes, I've seen one of those. But then he put the erection inside the woman's vagina. And then they had like, uh, what do you call it? A split. Uh, <laughs> they cut them uh, in half. But, uh, like a doctor's picture we can see inside Oh, them. like that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't actually remember the uh, word in English anymore. Like, uh, a cross-section, cross thank section, you. A cross-section, yes. Thank they you. They sawed her in half. Uh, so we could see but how... <laughs> it's the, that's what happens after the magician's act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she becomes part of a textbook. And it was a very cute book because it didn't really show any of the dirty details. It just had the penis entering the vagina. Yeah. And then they were laying on top of each other, smiling very innocently, like... You just reminded me, my first seeing of pictures like that involved a deaf kid. Um, and, and it was... A deaf kid. Yeah, so in my school, so my full name is Jonathan, mm. and in my school, there were in my grade and class, there were two of us. So we eventually became, because his last name started with an S, I'm not going to say it because he might not want to be... Well, he's not going to hear he's it. He's not but listening. <laughs> <laughs> he's certainly not listening. Um, but but he was he was uh, uh, he he was Jonathan S and I was Jonathan D, mm. and so we eventually became JS and JD. Everyone just called us that. Mm. So all through elementary school, I was JD. Um, but uh, he had two deaf parents mm. uh, and one hearing sister. Mm. And we were really great friends in like the fifth grade. And every afternoon we either go to my house or his house because it's very close and just hang out, you know, play in the backyard. Um, and he um, like he, he wasn't completely deaf. He still could speak. Uh, right. at, and, you, you know, with the with accent, his mouth, the, with his mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but because we all we all had when he when we first got into the grade, we had a lesson where we were taught about how he speaks differently. I thought it was really forward thinking in the you in know Australia. early nineties. Yeah, yes. um, you know they didn't just take him out and shoot him in a panic like they used to. <laughs> and uh, and 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 so you know like I mean, all the kids actually were so like we would we would step in if people couldn't understand him who weren't from our class i think it was quite beautiful but i remember him telling me that his parents had this book in their bathroom and it was the joy of sex it was the 70s oh, yes, i had that book as the well the 70s edition I mean, joy of did. sex <laughs> but i do remember now i don't okay this is kind of funny but and i'm sure if he were here he'd approve of me telling the story but I remember him saying, we should go look at this book and t- pretend we both have to poop but take turns. Because it, he told me where it was in the bathroom. Um, and if one of us was out of it, like, and, and I said, I said, but what if, what if they hear, <laughs> I actually said to him, what if your parents hear the cupboard opening? And he said, they're not going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember like going, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So I went into the bathroom. I slammed the door. I rummaged through the cupboard. And I saw all this bush, all this free 70s sexuality, you know, and just investigated. And that became our thing for the next three months was like we just took it a turns going through the pages of that book. Yeah, a lot of kids of a lot of liberal parents, that, that was their porn for a long time. It was at my house, uh, the joy of sex or Shabnar Indi, as it was called in Icelandic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it had like beautiful illustrations and really hard. It was just straight up sex. Yeah. All, all of the sex was and in it. And it was all hand drawn. Yeah, all yeah. hand drawn. And uh, and so it, I, those uh, models would have had to pose for hours yeah. in those positions. <laughs> Absolutely, before Viagra and yeah. everything. So I I showed my friends whenever a friend came over. I like, hey, have you seen this? And like, oh my god! Like, it has all the sex, all of it. <laughs> Every between position. both of the sexes. This is how it will always yeah. be. Yeah. And uh, and uh, so I remember, uh, like at at least two or three of my friends knew about this book, and whenever they came over, they like so uh, said we look at the book, and I started to think mm, I'm started to think that you're here just because of the book, and, and we uh, we were. So I found the secret of making friends. Yes. Find something that makes them feel yes. good so and offer it for free. Went out into a window. I have the book. Uh, but um, I remember one time mom came to me and she just held the book uh, and I and something about cold water yes cold water flowed through my veins skin, skin and my skin your Hörundes. skin and skin yes my skin and the other skin uh, it's an Icelandic saying we have two layers of skin cold water yes. run through my skin yes. and skin <laughs> <laughs> so um so I she, she said have you been reading this book and I said no and she said it's all right if uh, you're reading this book but just don't uh, don't mess it up don't uh, don't ruin it and I what the, what the hell was that supposed to mean <laughs> and now you think in your mind she's like don't come on it like no I'm not thinking that because there's more to that story. All right. Because later on, when they were not at home, my parents, I went and looked through the book, and lo and behold, someone had punched a hole through one of the pictures where there was supposed to be a vagina. So one of my friends oh. fucked that book. <gasps> and I just remembered, and years later, like, oh, so my mom thinks I fucked her book. <laughs> Oh, that's why she made me have all those guitar lessons. So I had something to do with my hands. <laughs> oh my god. And on that note, have you, since we spoke last, have you had an embarrassment of the week? This is where we share something embarrassing we've both done in the last week. Have you got one? Yes, What's I have yours? something that happened today. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh, have thought for a while now that I am an adult. Even before I became 40 years old, I thought I'm pretty much an adult right now. Mm -hmm. And then I became 40 and I was like, and now I'm officially, officially an adult. But I found out today that today is the day when I became an adult, because <gasps> that's what my dentist said as he pulled my last baby tooth out. 
What? Yep. You're 40. Yes. You, you know, were born <clears throat> in 1970. Oh, yes. Seven. Eight. Yeah. Uh, seven. Seven. Hmm. Yes. I That's... need Facebook to get this working. <laughs> um, but you had a baby tooth? Yes, I had a baby tooth. And uh, uh, the thing is, it was... It, uh, you remember when I told you that I broke a tooth the yeah. other day and uh, people kept thinking I was on coke because I was all yeah. stroking my tongue over uh -huh. the tooth. Like that was a baby tooth? Yeah. That was the baby tooth. The coke tooth was a baby tooth. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. So I was a coke baby tooth. I, uh, it, like... <laughs> <laughs> If, if you had a baby tooth removed, does that mean you still have an adult tooth to yeah. come? It's, it's lurking down deep in them, in the meat. <laughs> Get out. Because I've always felt it's like a lump here. You want to feel it? Because it's pretty gross. Yeah, I, yeah. I will. My, my, my hands are pretty clean. Ah! <laughs> ah, it's gross. Want to feel it again? Nope. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's disgusting. It feels like a tumor. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like a tumor, like a very hard tumor. What are they going to do with it? They're going to just leave it there. It's been lurking there forever. It's not going up. So they're just going to put another tooth instead. They just ripped this one out. Oh, oh, I can. S oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's quite a. Don't like smile a, too big. Open no. sword. No, I, I rarely do. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're starting to look a bit British. Um. <laughs> Sorry for any Brits in the room tonight. Uh, but that's... Are you in a textbook? Am I in a textbook? You should be. I've never heard of this. Yeah, yeah I don't know. He, he, the dentist talked about it like it was, uh, it was no thing. How do they tell the difference between a baby tooth and an adult tooth? Well, baby teeth don't have uh, like proper roots. Yeah. So uh, this one was fairly easy to pull out. When I when you came at my to my place uh, earlier, yeah. I was swollen. Uh, I wasn't swollen. I was like uh, numb. Oh, half my face. that's why you were so quiet. Yes, that's. why I thought I was you quiet. were just like, oh, it's you again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, usually we try not to talk about anything before we taping. It's, it's hard. It's yes. hard. Yes. yes. So he took it out, and uh, so I've just been feeling this absence in my mouth since then. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I'll get a new tooth in a month. So I'll still be doing the whole coke mo mo move with my well, tongue. Well, worse now, because you've got a yeah, gap. I will do this a lot. And you've got to keep <coughs> it moist so or else what you get I'm dry sockets. I'm going to buy a lot of coke Yeah. and be totally coked out all the time. Sounds. And when people ask if I'm coked out, I say, no, they just pulled out a tooth. That's why I'm doing this. It's a, that yeah. is a flawless That's, plan, yeah. my friend. Absolutely. I applaud you. It will you. be great. Do great things for my creativity. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have lots of wonderful ideas. Yes. This, this can't fail on stage. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's going to be great. Um, but wow, so you're going to get a new tooth at 40. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like giving birth at 70. It's, well, no, it's probably not anything like that, really. It's, but I mean, to me, it is. I don't know anything about reproduction. I mean, um, a lot of people get new teeth after 40. A lot of people start losing I, their teeth. You are the first. People lose them. Oh, yeah, they get new teeth, but they're false ones. Yeah, but then no, no, the, the, the actual adult tooth is going to stay inside 
like down there. It's never coming it's out. It's never coming up. It's gonna be oh, that's the lump in my mouth. No, I kind of like it. I find it like uh, I feel like a mutant. Or oh, something. but yeah. for me, if I had that, I'd be like. You know, it's been waiting probably 30 years to meet its friends. Mm, yeah. And it's never going to happen. Yeah, but it's not going to blend in easily. And uh, like when they're uh, talking together, they have their inside humor. And, and, and the they've been together for be 30 out. years. Yeah. And he's yeah. going to come up and go, hey, guys, yeah, tell me about the world. And they're like, oh. Yeah, and they have to explain everything, and uh, he will be so naive, and they will just kind of bully him, and uh, and one day I will find my uh, new adult tooth hanging from the roof of my yeah of your of your uvula yeah uvula, at yes. the back there Hang, hanged himself in the uvula yeah <laughs> either that that's one way or you'll wake up one morning with only one tooth because he's taken out the rest of them yeah he did a Columbine he's on just yeah the whole he, thing. he's just bowled yeah. them all yeah. bowled. Yeah. For Columbine, <laughs> right there. Oh, I'm so happy went there. Yeah. So, uh, what's been your embarrassment of the my week? My embarrassment of the week is kind of like it's it's more about me trying to cover my tracks. Like I've I've told you before, um, if I perform or, or uh, on a stage and I meet you in the hour after, I'm probably not going to remember who you are. Right. Um. And and uh. Recent recently. Um, someone that, because at, at a show I regularly host, I'm trying to be diplomatic here, um, had brought it to my attention that I never remember them. And they were quite upset about this, that I never remember them. So I went to the extra effort recently uh, of, of, um, of making sure before the event happened, that's the person, make sure you go over to them, say hello, say great to see you, um, mm -hmm. and, and then I said, congratulations on your engagement. Uh, <laughs> and then they said, what? What engagement? And I said, oh, it's just, it's a thing I've been saying to everybody <laughs> lately because, you know, we all deserve that. And I made up this whole story. <laughs> About, uh, because I realized that the person I was talking to was not the person who got engaged. And it, there is a complicated issue. The person who did get engaged had a connection to that person, which was they probably wouldn't want to hear about. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so I made up this whole story about, uh, yeah, like, um, uh, you know, I've just, I've just been, I feel like those of us who aren't engaged don't get enough praise. Um, for just existing in society, you know, just like when people get praised for having, a, like, getting pregnant, you know, it's just like something that a pack of Bacardi breezes and a broken condom can do. You're like, and I just rambled for ten minutes, and they bought it, <laughs> and I feel awful for doing that, but at the same time, I think I'm a genius. Absolutely, man. But here's the thing, they, nobody should be upset if you don't recognize them. I mean, uh, humans are pretty much all the same. Most of them have one head yeah. and two eyes yeah. and like the same amount of limbs. And it's just, it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't get why people get upset that they don't remember well, I, them. I think as well, I think it's at the risk of doing a whole like us and them kind mm. of thing, which I don't like. I don't like it when performers do that. Mm. Uh, but like, it is like uh, us, uh, us uh, performers, performers and, 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 and the normals. those normals. Yes. Yeah. 
uh, us who are the brave civ- enough. Civilians. But yes. we're brave enough yes. to do something people fear more than death. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, it, people do. Like, people hear uh, yeah. it more than death. But he, I, heroes and humans. Heroes yeah. and humans. Yeah. Us superheroes. Uh, who? No, but it, I think I think a lot of people who don't regularly perform don't under they they you know there's stuff that comes along with it. Like you get off a stage and then you will you get people coming up and telling you uh, that's a beautiful moment when people say I loved your comedy tonight. It was beautiful. It really took me places. It was wonderful. Uh, some of the, the not so great stuff was like, you know where you could go better with your stuff? Um, you're like, please tell me. Tell me how to get make my comedy better. Um, or like, you never matched with me on Tinder. I want to know why right that's now. That's another thing. Yeah. When people say, you, why didn't you like me on Tinder? Like, that's, that's the point of Tinder. You not having to have this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. And then, and right then, here. And then suddenly you're just... That's uh, why Tinder is beautiful. I can say, no way! And not hurt someone. Yeah. But if they're going to go up to me and say, why didn't you like me on Tinder? Because I thought you were unattractive on that one photo you had. Yeah. That's the reason. That's the truth. I'm sorry. But I've, I've done a poll with a lot of friends I'm who not. regularly perform. And I think a yeah. lot of us have... The, I call it performance amnesia. You've just done a show. You've got adrenaline rushing. There's all these things going through your head. And I think for about an hour, an hour and a half afterwards, if you have, like, if you don't know someone personally in your life, you're probably going to forget their face. And and we get punished for it a lot. Yeah, well, when people go, like, to, when they play a game, like, who am I? Yeah, you don't know who I am, do you? I don't want to know who you are because you're the person who asks questions like you don't know who I am, do you? Because if you're that kind of person, you should not be one of my friends and therefore I did not put you in my friend memory. It's crowded with people who don't ask questions like that. Please go away. Although I do love it when people, because you get very good at pretending... You've you 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 know exactly what's going on. Oh, that's a and fun game. As it well. is a yeah. fun game, yeah. and sometimes we have this is insider trading right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have packs with each other. Like if if you are if you are ever in that, oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. If you're ever around a group of performers and you're talking to one of them and the others seem to fill in stuff for you. Uh, it's because they know that the person you're talking to doesn't know who you are and they're trying to help them out. Um, But I do love the people... Whenever I am asked a question... Whenever I ask you how you are doing, it's because I don't know who you are. Because I never ask that question. But I do ask that question if I'm trying to get clues about who you are before you realize I don't know who you are. It's true. He never asks that of people who know him and see him every day. Like... (laughs) You know, and, and I, I remember I tried to teach you how to do it more. No. Yeah, I, no, you don't. But there was a period of time where I, I would ask you how you are and you would finish. And then I would just give you a look as if it's now mm-hmm. your turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would say, oh, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, uh, I did that to uh, my go- girlfriend when we were starting dating, started dating. And I did the whole thing like it was a silence. And then, oh, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I did that. I totally did that. noticed. But so, Jono taught you. I, I did, yeah. <laughs> but I do love the people who know that you're playing along. There's, this has happened to me a few times where I'm asking all the questions and, and I'm hearing the story. And then they go, this is like a, it's like a mirage in the desert for me. They go, it's okay. We've never met. Mm. And you go, thank you. <laughs> 
It's okay, we've never met before. You don't have to pretend. Oh, thank you so much. I didn't know what was going on there. Um, but I think on that note, it's now time for... How to Speak Australian! Okay. It's where, <laughs> where we teach each other something in our language. And I would love to... Did you find one? Okay, because I, I went to my Australian friend and went, oh my God, it's been two years, I think I've run out of Australian words um, to teach Hule. So what, what, what? Have you taught him Ripsnorter? No! Ripsnorter? Ripsnorter. Snorter. But it's Ripsnorter, right? Ripsnorter. Snorter. It, the word is uh, in the Icelandic spelling bee. The word is rip snorter. Rip snorter. Rip snora. Rip snora. Uh, Would you like it in a sentence? Yes, please. Can I have a sentence, please? I went to a comedy gig tonight and it was a rip snorter. Ah, very disappointing. No. No, it's uh, when you laugh so much that you snort. I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it was, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it was a rip snorter. So yeah. it's it's not just a it's uh, I my my definition would be it's not just a <laughs> It's like it's such a snort that you rip something. Yeah. So it's like a <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, that snorter. really cleared everything out. Yeah. That was nice. And rip just, snorter. Just went for a drip. That's the best mm, part. Oh. Mm. mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, we say drep fintit, which means death funny. Death funny. Or that was scenic doidans, which means it was a show of death. And uh, the third one will probably also involve death, won't yeah, it? We yes. say, yeah, we do. <laughs> I died. Yes, but or I'm dead. Yes. Which, which to me just shows that like death was probably quite Buddhist in Iceland. Death has always been a part of Icelandic life. It's yes. kind of like. It, it's a good thing for you guys, mm, isn't yes, it? Yes, because it ends. It ends. Everything. <laughs> it's like, you won. <laughs> you're, just, you're just living in a nihilist paradise, aren't you? Yes. Yes. Existence is pain. <laughs> um, what are you going to teach me? I was going to uh, see if people could point out some uh, love songs in Icelandic. Uh, That's right, because it's the day of Valentine. Um, while he's looking that up, how many singles do we have in the audience tonight? Woo! Just, just two. <laughs> just oh no, we got one there. We've got a few over there, a few over there. Hello, single people. There's a, how many couples do we have? Oh, and they're all nervous about it, aren't they? And then the rest of you are just Polly. Is that what's going on? <laughs> like you do? How dare I define your relationship? Is that what's happening right here? Uh. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna teach you any of those songs that okay. I was pointed out because uh, I don't know them. Uh, okay. Because I did not have a social life when people listen to songs. Yeah. So what can you teach me? I can teach you a song that I wrote uh, for Valentine's Day. Okay. For, uh, like, it was, I did it maybe 10 years ago. Okay. Maybe 12 years yep. ago. And I, I was going to try to be a rapper. Mm. So I did a song called Ég kissi þig á augun. Uh, I kiss you on the eyes? I kiss you on the eyes. Uh, 
There, <laughs> see, I it's, understand. I saw it. Well, actually, my brother wrote the wrote the uh, uh, the what's it called? My vidlach. The melody, the chorus, track, the, the chorus. chorus yes. Okay. He wrote the chorus. You kiss it on eugen. You kiss it on eugen. Þau blotna því þau eru viðkvæm Ég kissi þig á augun Þau blotna því þau eru viðkvæm Eins og ég Þau eru viðkvæm eins og ég Eins og ég Somebody sing along Yeah, some people know it It's a bit of a cult favorite Okay and it means I kiss you on the eyeballs, they get wet because they're sensitive. I kiss you on the eyeballs, they get wet because they're sensitive. Like me, they are sensitive like me. Oh, like answer me. yeah. Yeah. Oh. But uh, the, uh, I'm, going to, uh, I'm just going to go over like the former part of the first verse. Okay. It's, a, it's a long song uh, written by a very emotionally retarded man. Who had issues in his early thirties? With yeah. the other sex. Okay. Uh, it's like this. <laughs> That's like 10% of the song. Okay, so, so translate that for me now. Dagurin Dagur Valentinus. Today is Valentine's, uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, yeah. Day, basically. My gift to you is penis. Yes. Dagurin Dagur Valentinus. I don't believe in relationships, just uh, sexual intercourse. You were like the 50 cent of Iceland. Yes. <laughs> I'm into sex, I'm not into making love. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have to start from the beginning every time. Oh. Yeah. I only believe in uh, unhealthy desires. Right. Uh, your genitalia, I want to go there. You were you were going through some stuff, weren't ya? Yes. Wow. With the accompanying protection. Prophylactic. Oh, okay. So you were you were trying to be safe. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not uh, aiming at a house with a wife and children. This is me not being able to get in a relationship pretending that I don't want a relationship. <laughs> this is this is how this is our um, the male mating game 101 basically. Yeah, I don't want you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and it goes into more dark territory. This song, and I've uh, it's it's on the YouTube, but I've hesitated to kind of share it because it has some uh, horrifically yeah, disgusting I would, lyrics. I, my, you should I would check it out. Keep it. Go check it out. But I would suggest you don't don't push it. <laughs> don't don't push it out there. Mm. You're you're a nice person now. Mm, yeah, but I still kind of like the song. I'm happy that I did it. Yeah, I, 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 I like flushed some uh, uh, demons, demons out, mm. which is basically what I do every you day. You had an emotional art. colonic. 
Yes, an emotional colonic. Yes. But aren't they always emotional? If that was the album, I think that would be the title. Emotional colonic. Yeah. Hoodlicker Dugson. <laughs> MC Who Who Dag. Yeah. Who Dog. I like that. Hooligan Dachshund was gonna be my rap name actually. Dachshund, yes. like a, derm- a, a dash hund. Yeah, because those two words sound like my name. Hooligan and Dachshund. Hooligan Dachshund. Yeah. Not even a dog person. Colonic irrigation it. by Hooligan Dachshund. Not colonic, emotional colonic. Emotional That's right. Yeah, colonic. yeah, yeah. I like that. Hey, we should move straight on to our special gear to, to me straight. straight. Yes. What we're gonna do tonight? We usually teach each, uh, ask, we're, we usually ask each other something about gay or straight life. Yes, but we're gonna do like a Valentine's Day special now. Yeah. So we figured we'd do an extra special thing for everyone here, uh, where we both share a dating story. Or something of the like that we've never really told anyone before. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yes. All right. Do you want to? Should I go first? I'm pretty sure yours is uh, worse, better, like worse, like more interesting. Okay. Well, I can. can. So I just because you, whenever we've had this question before, do you have any interesting dating stories? I've started to like actual dating really late in my life. Uh, and uh, so the older you get, the kind of more careful you yeah. try not to be yep. ridiculous. Yep. But I remember, actually, I did go to dates when I was younger, but I didn't know there were dates. Because I had this, um, uh, I had I had convinced myself for many years that I wasn't attracted, uh, attractive to women. And <laughs> don't put up that face. It's uh, it's I, funny. No, I okay. Yeah, you can you can pat my head uh, in the back later. Okay, all right. Uh, or hug you. Or hug me even. Yeah, yes, yeah. I will give you one hug. Okay. Uh, I've earned it. Yes, you have earned a hug, and th- I only have two hugs left this year, and one of them is uh, taken for my Kairasta. Oh, thank you. But uh, so I. I I had uh, like I have always been kind of but uh, I always been kind of uh, comfortable around women. Yeah. Because I thought they didn't well, find be- me attractive because like when I started finding women attractive And also they're not going to beat you up or kill you. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, that's, that's Hello, like man. clue number um, 1. <laughs> um and uh, so when I was like to uh, I was like early art school uh, I uh, I remember uh, I uh, went uh, like I became friends with a lot of girls mm-hmm. and uh, we went to uh, the movies together a mm-hmm. lot of the time. But here's the thing: I did start having girlfriends when I was 18 years old, and then like had like al- always like a girlfriend for a year and a half at a time. Mm. But uh, I wasn't really. I was very vocal about the fact that I had a girlfriend because uh, I didn't feel that that was something you had to let people know about, especially girls or something. I, we were just having conversation to another girl and she was to meet just another human. Mm. And then she said, hey, you want to go see a movie tonight? And I said, sure. So I kind of cheated on my girlfriend uh, with various girls. Unknowingly. Unknowingly, thinking that th- these were just some And uh, these girls other girls thought it was a day. Because I always had like girlfriends as in like friends that were girls. But yeah. I didn't realize once you have an actual girlfriend, having girly friends bec- becomes problematic for the girl. 
and uh, so um, and yeah I just realized because I met this girl uh, the other day and she said so remember when we went on a date why didn't you do anything and I thought oh we went on a date yeah we saw that movie and then I went to your house and played a board game <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah Oh my God! For her, it would have been going on a date with Pee Wee Herman. Yes, <laughs> I was like, Arr! and uh, so I, I then I remembered I had like various experiences like that. Yeah, and I realized that I, I cheated on my girlfriend at the time like three times. I didn't cheat, cheat, but I did go on dates. Yeah, with other girls. But you at didn't the time. know there were dates. And those girls thought I was not interested in them, which I would have been. Would I have known that this was a date? But if I would have known that this was a date, I would realize I'm cheating on my girlfriend. That would have made me even more anxious. So I'm just glad I was clueless the whole time. Yeah. This yeah. is like a whole Schrodinger's cupboard thing. Yeah. Cat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, I think maybe in the past I had uh, a lot of those chances. And I had no idea. I always thought oh. that I was like a gay friend to mm. them. That, uh, because I remember this one time when I went to uh, my cousin Rabnildur's house. Hi, Rabnildur. She's here. Yes. And she and her friends were partying together and there was going to be a whole weekend party. They, Rabnildur and Ausdís were living together. Uh, uh, those, are, those are sisters. And their parents were out of the house and they were going to have people over all over the weekend and there was going to be some partying. And uh, I arrived early because I didn't know about the fashionably late system. Mm. <laughs> so I, uh, I, you uh, missed that I rang the school. doorbell yeah. and I heard like a girly commotion, like a, a quiet screams and like <laughs> people running around. And then one of them opened the door slightly and they said, it's all right, it's only Hulle. <laughs> the boys aren't here so yet. So after that, I was like, oh, yes, yeah, sure, yeah, because I am nothing. I'm not, a, I'm not, no, I'm like <gasps> not uh, asexual You were them. asexual to yeah. them. Wow. So it's uh, basically Rappnilder's fault that I went on those non-dates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? That I'm doesn't mean anything in Iceland. <laughs> That Sorry. hasn't stopped a lot of people in Iceland. Yes, I'm not saying that you. I'm saying the other girls could at least have pretended to feel at least uncomfortable with me around them. Yeah, just pretend that I am a sexual predator to make me feel better, you know, like the rest of the guys. Wow. I just want to be threatening and dubious. Good for you. Uh <laughs> So what's your story? Mine, mine is about the time I unintentionally became a prostitute. Oh. Um, and it starts when uh, I was... Oh, you should have gone first. I was... Okay, so the story actually begins in high school. Um, <laughs> you just learned about your boner. Yeah, I just learned about my boner. Blue Lagoon 2, ejaculation into a pillow. We're, we're caught up to speed. Um, so no, I, I, I was part of this science program that involved uh, like a professor... Mm -hmm. from um, a university. And I remember this guy... So, okay, uh, this this is not going to the dark place you all think it's going to. <laughs> Although it kind of is. Um, uh, so, at the time, I think I was like 16. And then uh, this professor came into the class. We were doing this stuff with, like, uh, experiments and biology. And we were the... We were the I was a biology nerd in high school. Like, uh -huh. it, uh -huh. it, 
it, you know, I loved looking at test tubes and life and, and viruses was a big thing I was interested mm. in. Mm. And I remember this so guy sounds was... Sounds like the origin of a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> I love viruses. <laughs> How can I turn this into a living? No, I don't want to study. I'll just kill people. Um, and uh, I remember this guy was so... Like, he was probably a professor and he was, like, in his 40s and he was super flamboyant. And I remember as a kid going, hmm, I'm not sure about you, but I think we are kindred spirits somehow. Uh, and Did you say that? Mm, I didn't say that. Yeah. I remember yeah, thinking okay, it. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. thinking that this guy, he was like me, but, you know, kind of more like the person I would love to be comfortable with being. Mm. And uh, anyway... Flash forward, so probably three years, I'm 19 years old. This is when you... How, when did you come out again? I, I didn't come out to my family until I was 20. Yeah, but for yourself. For myself, probably around 16, 17. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I was 19 years old, and I started doing the whole... Back then, there was no grinder, There were no iPhones. Uh -huh. There was gay.com. And uh, it was like a, it was an old-fashioned MSN-style chat room um, where you could like look at profile pictures of people and then have a chat with them. And uh, and a like it was even worse back then because the picture was like of an earlobe or like you know, like half a like is that a nipple? I, it was so pixelated. You just you just couldn't tell what you were looking at. And I, I struck up a conversation with this guy. Um, and, and, you know, things seemed okay. And I was, you know, I had, I, you know, I'd, I'd started kind of sleeping with people and I wanted the rush of like a, I want to meet someone and just go like make out in a car or something. And, and I was driving, um, but I had been drinking. So I decided to get the, so I, I spoke to this guy and, and we were going to meet and he gave me an address, which for me, it was weird because it was in a university car park. Um, and, and so I caught the train there, uh, and I was sort of standing in this university car park. And remember, there were no real, like, you didn't give people your number. So I'm just standing there, and I'd been given a brief description of a car. So I'm, like, walking up and down the, the parks, like, look, and there was, like, five cars there and no one in them. And then there was this kind of face in a car, and I, I, and, and it... And it, he kind of just waved me over, and I went and I went over to the window, and then um, and then the window sort of came down, and and uh, I I it was the you know the guy I'd been speaking to, and then part of me was like I know your face, where do I know your face from? And then as I was walking around the car to get into the passenger seat, I realized this is the flamboyant professor guy that I met when I was sixteen years old, uh, and. Um, and we got in the car, and it was just kind of one of those, you know, sit down. There was silence for all of ten seconds, and then, <laughs> um, uh, uh, and then, and then, basically, you know, the only thing that happened in that situation was um, there was some making out. He blew me mm -hmm. away. Yes. Uh, I think he was very he was prepared for the situation because he had a he had a no he had a tissue box oh so right. blew me cleaned things up then you know afterwards like I was like like he maybe this was the thing for him he didn't there was nothing of him ever came out of his pants nothing of him like his ever, penis yeah, yeah, never okay. left his pants nothing it was of all him about me <laughs> it was all about me and uh, then. Um, 
I, I, I remember him saying, uh, like I was, you know, I said, what do you do? And he said, oh, I work here. And I said, oh, cool. What do you do? And he said, oh, I can't really talk about that. And, and, and we, we won't ever do this again because I have a wife and children. Uh, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, because like I was like, I don't fucking care. I just, <laughs> great. It was, was nice to meet you. And I got out of the car and I walked around because I was going to walk back to the train station and the window came down and, and he said, hey, come back. And I came back and he, um, he reached out, grabbed my hand and held it very closely and said, I had a really great time. And I said, thank you. And then I walked away and realized he'd put $100 in my, <laughs> so, in my hand. And, and I did it, like, at the time, like, I just looked in my hand. There was 100 bucks in there, which is like 10,000 kroner. Wow, you were expensive. I got 100 bucks <laughs> for getting a blowjob. <laughs> and I remember just being confused, going, I just got paid for that. <laughs> and then thinking, this is not how I thought that would work. Like, and then like I, I just walked to the train because I was like, it's a hundred bucks. I'm not fucking spending that on a cab. And so then I just got on the train, went to the city, and bought my friends drinks. It was the easiest hundred bucks I've ever made. Yeah, I wanted like I once uh, had a fairly regular bedfellow who was a drug dealer. Uh huh. And she used to just leave. Uh, drugs on my nightstand <laughs> because she like she went home with me and then afterwards she did like I have to go to work I'm like work oh yeah work yeah yeah and then she just left always always left a little bit of weed yeah on on my uh, on my night for table. you yeah for me it's so is that well am I a prostitute then see is here's I the thing I I have uh, analyzed the situation and in my experience looking back on that. Anytime that kind of situation happens to you, especially after the information was divulged of like, you know, I have a wife and kids, that was hush money. Yes. That yes. was take this, don't ever tell anybody. So I think in a lot of circumstances, either when someone gives you that and you're not in a relationship, either they, they really care about you mm -hmm. or they don't want you to talk about this. I think she just wanted me to chill a bit. Yeah, yeah. you're pretty highly yeah. strong. Yeah. You're pretty highly strong. I was back then. But uh, hey, do you know what it's time for? The ants of Agony. The ants of Agony. It's can you go down and yes, get it this time? I can go down. So we're gonna we're gonna answer your agonizing questions up here on the stage tonight. Uh, so we've got there's quite a few. You really went for it, people. Um, so the first question. Oh, I love this. Fuck, marry, kill. Mm. Yes. Theresa May, Donald Trump, Bjarne Benediksen. Ah, interesting. Well, Bjarni has quite a head on him. There are many things you can do with that head. Yeah. I think he's the most fuckable out of the three. Yes. So fuck Bjarni. I mean, I think, uh, like, I think killing Trump is too easy and too kind, so I'm going to marry Trump. I would and do the same. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I would do the same mm. and then slowly chip away at his self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. From the inside. And then eventually he would just get to a point where he won't make decisions anymore because he doesn't think he's worth anything. Yeah. That's yeah. how relationships work, people. 
Do you think that would work on Trump, though? Because... Have you've seen me read people? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I've seen you ruin people as well. Yeah, yes. I've made adult humans cry many yeah, times. I have yes. seen that. Yes. You've seen it <laughs> with with just touching them on the shoulder and saying, "Hey, it's okay." Um, yeah, so we're killing Theresa May. Yeah, killer. killer. Brexit was fucked. <laughs> For Jonathan. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, oh, have Hulisey. Ah, Kvitvin Sedik. Why did I sound Swedish just then? Kvitvin Sedik. Paul Jonathan, have Hulle say Kvitvin Sedik? In English. Kvitvin Sedik, in English. Is that like white wine vinegar? White wine vinegar? Oh, yes, because of. Oh, vinegar! Ah, <laughs> you, you walked into it. Yes. It was beautiful. Right. It's a white wine vinegar. Oh, it's a long one. Okay, is it true that Icelandic men are better hung than Australians men? That is. Uh, um, we haven't had a hanging here for at least a century, but I probably I'm guessing maybe 20 years ago. It's been in your lifetime in Australia, surely. I think the last person in Australia hanged was probably in the 70s. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, uh, in, in all honesty, I don't think there's a. I think they're pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Not really a size queen myself. Um, are Icelandic people romantic? No, they're emotional retards. <laughs> Why did a man off Tinder ask straight up if you like anal? I feel I answered that with the last Beca question. Yeah, <laughs> because you, you didn't say it in uh, in your profile. profile. <clears throat> you brought you brought that on you, just like you know, if you went to dinner with them, uh, you know you should have sex. Like, that's just how, that's how it works, isn't it? Like, you're... Come on. Guys are dicks. Okay, here's a, uh, another long one. My dearest Australia, I am in a very happy, open relationship. My partner is five. <laughs> five with three people. Fine, fine, fine. Woo! <laughs> 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 I was a little hairy for a moment. No, not hairy at all. No. <laughs> My partner is fine with me dating other people. Well, I would assume because you said you're in a happy open relationship. My partner is fine with me dating other people, but they don't really date at all. Should um, I just go ahead and date to my heart's content and pull the brakes to make or pull the brakes to make things more equal? <gasps> I'm thinking, yeah, this is a good question. I have a this super is a whole movie. I have a super blunt, honest answer. Yeah. Do you want to give yours first? Or do you not have one? I have it is it is something like you might not want to hear this, but I'm a yeah, you. Yeah, you tell your first. They're doing it for you. They're doing it for you. They're doing it for you. So yeah. they are actually just they. They are love you so much. They yeah. want to be with you, and they're willing to be in an open relationship to keep you. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. 
It's not funny, it's just... Yeah, but maybe they're doing for them. Maybe there's a, like, look for a hole inside your uh, bedroom. Maybe there's a secret compartment. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's some fritzling. Maybe your partner likes to watch. Maybe. Maybe you can involve them more. You know, maybe get them into a three-way or a V-way yeah. or a whatever they're called. No, maybe they're just taping you or they're putting you on a website that says, you want open? I'll show you open.com. <laughs> I'm going to buy that domain tomorrow. <laughs> uh, the next question is, why me? Why not? Because God intended. Yes. It was all in God's plan. Do you have any advice for someone settling in their partner's home country? Oh, they're all so serious tonight. Mm, yes. Um, settling in your partner's home country is tough. It's tough. I think find... Find a community, um, assimilate, assimilate immediately. Assimilate. assimilate. Forget everything about. Assimilate. Forget everything about your delete, culture. Delete. Yeah. Exterminate. Just uh, you know. You have been upgraded. I'm just mixing like Star Trek yeah. and Doctor Who references here. Just never forget the power of changing everything about yourself. For someone else so that they'll love you. Um, where does love go when it's gone? Why? Oh my God, why? Uh, you know. Well, yeah. no, I've got an answer. I've got an answer. Okay. I've got an answer. You know when your socks disappear in the dryer, right? Like you put everything in, you took all the precautions, you bought the bag. I've bought the bag. The bag you put your socks in so that they stay together. You tie them together. You try everything. You fucking try. You go to their work Christmas parties. You, you, you know, you, you shut all of the doors and windows when you're supposed to. And eventually you're just not good enough for those socks. That's all yeah, I have to well, say. That, that was my answer exactly, word by word. Uh, is Iceland dying? Yes, Iceland has been dying since it was born. But as, it's, it's... As have we all. The moment we are uh, birthed into existence, we start dying. Yeah. That is what existence is. That is just slowly dying. And it's a beautiful mm. slow motion process and we should enjoy it. Yes, it is. Interesting fact, Iceland as a landmass is growing. So it's both growing and dying at the same time, isn't it? <laughs> Circle of life. Um, how does LinkedIn really work? I can tell you how it works. You get emails from LinkedIn saying you have a new request despite the fact you don't ever remember signing up for a LinkedIn account. You get job offers or like ads for things that you would never apply for. And uh, someone from Puerto Rico sends you messages saying, hola, every now and then wanting to sell you stuff about Bitcoin. That's how it works. What is Cossagate in English? We have Googled it. Googled it. It doesn't know. Uh, first, somebody tell me because I really don't. What is Cossagate? Cossagate is for Frunsa. Frunsa. 
Kissing disease. Oh, pash rash. Yeah. Ah, cooties. So, is it? Does it happen when you kiss someone? From me? So it's from kissing someone with a beard. Well, kissing, Korsagait literally means kissing goat. Yeah. Uh, and it's a disease where you get red around your mouth and because of your filthy habits of kissing people. But the thing is, children get it from. Yes, from the wind. But yes. from, from like the wind Five year old and their saliva. With boners. Because I think, I don't know the English word, but in Australia you'd call it pash rash. Pash rash. Empatigo. Empatigo. Empatigo is a skin genetic autoimmune disorder that stops the pigment forming in your skin. Or a with Benicio del Toro. Oh, vitiligo is that one. Empatigo. Oh, school sores. It's called school sores. Skolasaur. Yeah. And you don't just get them on your mouth. You can get them all over your body. Yes. Uh, yeah, there you go. On the it's kids. called school sores. You didn't get them from me. Uh, better from H guy or off. What? Okay. Mm. Better from H guy or and ration. Australian, I think it's Australia. Says. Better from. Better from. H guy. <laughs> or Australian girl. I'd like to know who H guy is. H guy. H guy. Hello, my name is H. H guy. I am Guy. And I am Australian girl. It's H guy and Australian girl. Let's find out better from who. <laughs> no, they, I think somebody had a stroke while uh, writing yeah. this. Better from for each guy. Each guy. Okay, yeah. You. Uh, oh yeah, oh, I have your one. Turn, your turn. Your turn. If you had to choose between being a goat, always with oh. the goats, always with the goats. <laughs> if you choose between a goat or a puffin, which would you be? Well. Hmm. Puffin is kind of mainstream this day. It is. Like, Iceland is so hot right now, it's not hot anymore. Yeah. So, goat, definitely, because uh, occasionally a goat gets fucked by the devil. I have have seen this in movies. Or people. Mm, Yeah, well, or people. But sometimes, once in a blue moon, one of those people might be the devil. And you will be the mother of the Antichrist. And that's not a bad thing to... That's a conversation starter right there. That would make you more famous (laughs) than Beyonce. (laughs) And that's what we're all after at the end of the day, isn't it? How do you make a polite run for it when your date gets way too drunk if they are so drunk? It doesn't need to be so polite because they ain't gonna remember. Yes, I've done that. That's that's yeah. Have you done that? Yeah. Like yeah. It's, I've it's also kind of been run on as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then and then and then looked at my wine, and what like oh they went to the bathroom they didn't come back oh I know what happened. 
Yeah. So they passed out in the bathroom? No, they went to the bath. Uh, no, they ran away because I was drunk. Oh, yeah. Like I that. was the date yeah. that they oh, ran yeah. away from. So, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, that's probably happened to me, but I was too drunk to know. So this is, this is the perfect crime, actually. If you will uh, decide to hurt someone's feelings like that, they won't remember. Each time I'm seeing one of my hookup, I get weird cold sores all over my mouth. What's going on? <laughs> is this like, is this, are we witnessing the first clues of a zombie apocalypse or something? <laughs> it started out with, yeah, people are getting Cossagate. <laughs> That's when we had people. Uh, each time I'm seeing one of my hookups, I get weird cold sores all over my mouth for a week. It's disgusting. But I keep going back to him. What should I do? You should, you should try this thing called the Tide Pod Challenge because you clearly don't learn from experience. It's called herpes. For Hoodlegger, how did your Groundhog Day project go? We it talked was about a massive it. failure. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm still working on it. I was supposed to do like a 900-panel uh, uh, comic book story. Here's the thing. If you work as an illustrator, there's like a, a self-preservation mechanism inside your head that keeps telling you that you are going to enjoy drawing, mm. which you don't because mm. it's a very boring and slow process. So when I thought to myself, I'm going to do a 900-panel comic book on Groundhog Day, yeah, I can do it maybe if I do like one panel in, every, in one minute. And I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't uh, calculate, for example, all the minutes it takes to uh, uh, go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. to uh, breathe, mm. uh, to eat, uh, to doubt about your existence, about, about doubt about your purpose in, mm. uh, in general. I think when you create 20% of that time is existential crisis, yeah, at least. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, of uh, 900 panels, I drew 123 panels in uh, Groundhog Day. Oh. I went back there today to draw more panels. I managed to draw maybe uh, 30 more panels. I will be doing this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that I put myself in comic book jail for some reason, and I, I don't even really get paid for it. So it's, uh, it's what will happen to you if you try to become a working artist. Um, I'm sorry to put a gloom all over the room, but it is the room. I love that you say that, then sip some red wine. Uh, what's the one thing I should not do on a Valentine's Day? Don't rape. <laughs> yes. On that one day. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice message you put out to people there. On oh, Valentine's Day, be nice. On other days, be psychopathic. Yes. Uh, here's a drawing they did of us. That's beautiful. Don't we look masculine? We look like sailor tattoos. Yes. Ah, oh, we need to keep this, put on the face space, and maybe mm. tattoo it to ourselves on our faces. Uh, have people write slash fiction about this. Yeah. Yes. We could go on adventures together. Um, how to get interested in other... Cutters? Other cutters, yes. You know cutters? Cutters. 
Okay. What? Okay. How to get interested in other uh, cultures? Ah. Oh. Oh, I thought. Cutters. Oh my God. Other cultures. Why do I always fall for French guys? Do you want to take this one? Yeah, because I know I I know all about this. <laughs> why do I always fall for French guys? How to get interested in other cultures? Why do I always fall for French guys? So this person only falls for, for French, French guys, guys and would like to like broaden his or her horizons. Uh huh. Or learn how to yeah get interested in other cultures than French people. Mm. But your well, bo your boyfriend is French. Well, I can I can get my boyfriend is French, so I can tell you how. Whoever this person is, I'll just direct it out there. Um, the way to get interested in cultures other than France is to look about the truth of the French culture, which is <laughs> it's all smothering. It's like a bloodless coup. Uh, when you go to France in a relationship with a French person, there's so many rules you're supposed to just know. Uh, like, you're no longer allowed to drink wine from other nations. They apparently own grapes. <laughs> <laughs> and unless cheese named this cheese, which you've known as this cheese for your entire life, was produced in one tiny square kilometer of an area, it's not allowed to be called that. <laughs> Uh, and eventually, after a while, you just go, mm, so beautiful, so wonderful, so tedious. Uh, and then you move on to, a, like, a country that doesn't apparently have a culture, like Australia. How not to feel awkward on Valentine's Day when you're single, even if you enjoy your... Loneliness? Loneliness. loneliness. Singleness. Yeah, how to not feel awkward on Valentine's Day if you're single, even if you enjoy your singleness. 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 Yes. If you're enjoying your singleness and still feeling awkward by uh, on Valentine's Day, mm. what does that tell, uh, what does that say about you? I think it means you need to visit a website here in Iceland called Blush. Yeah. Uh, beautiful website. They have amazing sex toys. Uh, for every taste. Yes. For every... And, th and those sex toys will make you feel less awkward. Because you'll be feeling other things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Italian or Norwegian? Ooh, this is a good one. Because on one hand, you've got like uh, serial cheaters who love, um, uh, you know, corruption. On, on the, the other, other hand, hand serial killers. Serial killers who yes. love drugs. Yeah. Um, and church burning. Oh, it's, I could, it's Sophie's choice again. I couldn't mm. choose. I mean, I it takes choose. a lot of, like, commitment to burn a church. It does. Yes, so I would go for the Norwegian. Yeah, because yes. they will follow through. They will follow through. And they then they might even through. eat your corpse. They may. What's this one here? What do you do when the guy takes you out on a first date? Dumpster diving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I've always been fascinated by dumpster diving yeah. because yeah. everything, because the reason for what you're doing is pure and you're helping the earth and every, everyone should think you're like You're saving this. money. You're saving money, yeah. but you are basically a bum. But so also, like, okay, think about it. Dumpster diving involves stealth. It involves adrenaline. It like you're you're on like a spy mission mm -hmm. yeah. to steal food oh, yeah. from a so dumpster. Here's what you do: if you're feeling kind of not feeling it when you're on a dumpster diving date, 
Sing this song to yourself. Lettuce. I'm constantly distracted by my super fucking hot manager. Help. Ooh, this sounds like a hit film. I'd watch that. I'm constantly distracted by my super fucking hot manager. Help. 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 I need somebody. So help why? Does this... uh, Is it bad? Is it... Like, that's the thing. Is it it bad for you to be distracted? If they're super hot, attractive people are a nice thing. You know? Yeah, but if you, like, find yourself staring at the wrong (gasps) body parts... Then maybe you need to get a new job. You need to remove yourself from the situation. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. Who, who, Who should remove themselves? The, 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 the person hot. who has acknowledged that they're constantly distracted by their super... Because here's the manager thing. Is. If, if their manager is hot, right? Mm-hmm. One thing the world has taught us is that hot people are allowed to do whatever they want. So mm-hmm. if you're distracted by their hotness, you should just move to another country. Mm. <laughs> Because hot people are hot. Yes. And that's it's that's how that this is 2018. Uh, you can do about Yeah, it. they probably they just encourage them to start a video blog um, with makeup tutorials, even if they don't wear it. Uh, tell them to do reviews of things, pose a lot on Instagram, and leave the country because you're not as hot as them. Yeah. So you're not going to be as successful. Yeah, people say that beauty is on the inside. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh, Have you seen a body a, on the inside? Yeah, it's, it's not, not very beautiful. hot. Yes, it's disgusting. In fact, there's if, poop if, in there. It's if if there a movie is featuring a body as it looks on the inside, that movie is often R-rated. Yeah, because it's not allowed for children. It's that unhot. It's it's yeah. it's it's bordering it, on disgusting. Yeah, it will give children nightmares. Yeah, so people a, are beautiful. Nobody on goes outside. to the movie to watch an autopsy. No, no, no do well, they? They yes. go to watch you know an attractive person with Actually, a symmetrical yeah, face fall in love. Uh, coming up tomorrow on my 28 movies. The um, Autopsy of Jane Doe? Yes. It's a beautiful film. You're going to love it. Yes, and also The Autopsy of the uh, Aliens in Area 51, which Uh, is definitely a real thing. Well, but there was a movie about that Mm -hmm. that was actually from the story... Also, I got some snuff films. Oh. Well, are the people hot in them? (laughs) Until you open them, which proves our point. Uh, where did you guys meet? When when did you guys meet? Ah, we met uh, probably about two years ago. Yeah. This is a perfect last question. Yeah, we probably met. It's about our we, relationship. I think we met upstairs at Go. Yes, yes, we met over there, and uh, there was an open mic, mm-hmm. and uh, me and uh, uh, another comedian went there and uh, we were told that there was a funny gay Australian around. Guilty. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we were like, huh, a funny comedian at Gaukurin? That's amazing. And so we, we decided to join uh, in the party. Yeah. Uh, how did you, uh, like, so I remember, actually. Yeah. I felt your presence. Really? Yeah, it is like, you know, you know the old joke about how you know that you are around a gay shark? I don't. No, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a joke. Well, 
you know that you are gay shark uh, is uh, closing in on you when you hear this sound. I love you, baby, and if it's quite alright, I need you, baby, to warm my lonely nights. I love you, baby, trust in me when I say, oh, pretty baby, don't bring me down. Ha! Pray, oh pretty baby, now that I found you, stay, and let me love you, baby, let me love you. Thank you very much. Peace out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.